Okay, let's start with a question. How many of us went to business school when we started up in business? I expect there won't be a particularly large show of hands. No, and that's because most of us decided to go into business just doing something that we love or maybe something that we're really good at doing. It's usually a little way down the line that we start to reflect on not actually gaining a grounding in the useful things like sales, marketing, finance and operations. Yeah, and that's when it all starts to feel, well, a bit difficult. I'm Nikki. I've been running businesses since 2004 and I'm the founder of The Growth Community, which is a place where businesses come to network and support each other's business success. And I'm James and I started my business back in 2020, helping businesses, brands and organisations to unlock the power of podcasting, basically using audio as a way to market and grow their business. Well, in our line of work, we both meet a lot of businesses and we're constantly learning new things from being around them. Every day literally is a business school day. So we thought, why not grab some of this good stuff and turn it into a podcast? So please take your seats. Class is about to start. Welcome, class. Today we have um, a special guest for you. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Hayley Kosolu. I'm a business consultant working with small businesses to help them improve and grow. Um, I actually have had my own business for the last 15 years, uh, working in the cleaning industry, which I still own, but I don't work in it on a day-to-day basis anymore. So thank you very much for having me today. I'm pleased to be here. It's lovely having you. Uh, Thank you for coming along. So today we wanted to talk to you about 90-day planning. 90-day planning was something I kind of came across really at the start of the pandemic. In the past, with previous businesses, I'd always had a business plan. It was this really formal document that was very static. And I really had my eyes opened with the idea of 90-day planning, mostly because my business felt very transitory at that time. And Mm -hmm. it was very hard to visualize beyond, uh, you know, sort of 90 days days. So for the benefit of anyone who's listening today, can you tell us what 90-day planning actually is? Yeah, so 90-day planning, and again, 90-day planning is different for everybody. So some people use it as an action planning tool. Some people use it as sort of a a smaller diluted version of their 12-month plan. um, And that's kind of the first sort of quarter of the plan. So 90-day planning, people use it for different reasons. But ultimately, it's how you're planning, what you're going to do with the next 13 weeks of your year, if if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, so... How do people sort of, how do people kind of come across it really? How, how do they start with 90 day planning? Because it, it, for some people that feels quite alien, you know, having to think in such a short space of time. Yeah, so I tend to come at 90 day planning in sort of like a, a three step process. Because people sort of launch into planning typically without a lot of thought behind it. Whereas I like to go sort of a little bit further back than that and sort of say well what do you want to achieve and that could be a 12-month goal or it could be a three-month goal you know sometimes there's things that you need to do relatively quickly but before you can actually achieve that there's you know there might be a 13-step process to actually achieving that goal so for me 90-day planning is is about breaking down those goals into smaller bite-sized chunks because often when you look at say for example if you were going to recruit a, a new person into your team and you've never recruited anybody before it's not just as simple as you know putting an advert out there and hoping you're going to find the right person you know there's an entire process that goes into recruitment 
And again, I'm just using this as an example. But, you know, you know, first of all, you need to register for PAYE and people might not necessarily know how to do that. So maybe you need to speak to an accountant. You know, you need to understand payroll. So there's a huge process behind it. Then you also need to understand, you know, what kind of role are you recruiting for? What does the job specification look like? What kind of person do you want, you know, for this role? So again, there's all these tiny little steps that need to happen to actually achieve that end goal of actually having that new employee in your team. Um, and you'll need to get advice along the way from trusted professionals because it's again it's not a it's not a one-step process no it's interesting this because nikki i know you are absolutely a, a convert to 90-day planning you speak very highly of it i've done it a couple of times and not really got on with it okay. and um i've done two very different 90-day planning sessions if that's the right yeah, yeah. phrase one was very specifically around social media okay uh, one was a 90-day business planning session. And I should say these were both group sessions. Yep. So that's, in my head, that's how I think about 90-day planning is getting a group of people together and okay. you have a huge big sheet of paper with lots of boxes in and you have to fill things in. Okay. And, and you know, we, we obviously play on the school element for this, for this podcast, but it really did feel like being at school. Like okay. you're not allowed to leave <laughs> until every box is filled. Yeah. Um, and it just wasn't, it didn't feel conducive to how I do yeah. things. How, thinking very practically here, how does this work? Does it have to be done in that way? Is it nope. about several people together and you all fill in a, nope. a form and fill in boxes? Is it something people can do by themselves? Is is there any rules at all to it? What things should go into it? Is it about social media? Is it about goals? Is it about money and financial um, yeah. <laughs> aims and targets? These are, I guess, pretty basic questions but I think they're really important because there'll be people like me who have maybe not come across nice yeah, yeah. at all or have maybe done some some kind of version of it and yeah. thought no don't like that yeah um and maybe I've got an unfair kind of vision of, yeah. of what it is yeah so that's really good there's a whole plethora of questions there there was sorry I've <laughs> no, thrown a lot fine. at you there but I find that's this really fine. interesting um, because this is this is super relevant to, so, to me Again, it depends on you personally and what it is that you want. So I've been, and you know, in my previous business, I attended a group 90-day session, a 90-day planning session. Um, I found it quite insightful, um, but actually it didn't work for me and for my business because it wasn't tailored enough specifically to me. Um, it also wasn't specific enough to the challenges that I was facing at that particular time. Um, and it didn't take into account my personal circumstances because I was actually pregnant back then. So obviously, you know, I had a pretty big milestone to work towards. So that's why I personally prefer to do 90 day planning on a one to one basis um, because I think, you know, it's got to be specific to you. It's got to be specific to what it is that you're working towards, uh, you know, and your goals will change. So the way I always do 90 day planning and, and the way I do it in my own business and also with my clients is, you know, we sit down and we look at, well, what are your personal goals? So, you know, are you working towards something personally or are you working towards something in your business? Does your business need to support? that personal goal so let's say for example maybe you're looking to buy a house in the next sort of 12 to 6 months or something like that you know there's a certain stepping stone that you need to be able to achieve it might be turnover in your business it might be profit you might need to get your SA302s that you know there's again all these are little steps that you need to do you then need to speak to your mortgage advisor if you haven't done already and all of these little steps need to happen so essentially it becomes almost like a list of tasks and you think well actually you know I can't get my SA302s before my year end because obviously you have to do a year end first so I need to speak to the account 
accountant need to know how long that's going to take so again it's just for me it's more of a an action mapping exercise it's not necessarily as strict as you've got 13 weeks and you have to do something every single week and I think that's where when you look at those planning days or those strategy sessions that are more workshop based it is does feel very much like right you've got all these boxes and you've got to fill them in and you've got to do something every single week but actually you need to be a little bit flexible because you know you might have a week where something will happen you know I I myself have got kids so you know it was only a couple of weeks ago I had a little one off with chicken pox and so my whole week went completely out of the window because that's what happens and I think it's important to remember with 90 day planning that it isn't rigid it's about being flexible uh, but it's also um, about making an actionable list of things that you need to achieve within a time frame because I think if you don't have that time frame things can go on forever and ever and you know we've we've all been in the situation where a day turns into a week a week turns into a month and then before you know it you're six months further down the line and you actually know further forward than you were and it's simply just because you haven't got those list of things that you're working through and you know it isn't for everybody not everybody doesn't always work well on lists I personally do I like a list and I like to be able to visualize it and I like to be able to move things around and say well I can do this then and whatever other people don't work in that way and they maybe need a bit more accountability maybe they like to be in a group session because the group session gives them that accountability I personally prefer one-to-one because it's always tailored to me and especially in those group settings you don't always get the ability to be open you might not feel comfortable saying that you know you've got a specific personal circumstance or you know or there's something going on that's actually going to have an impact on this 90-day plan um, and sometimes that can almost make you feel guilty for maybe not achieving something yeah <laughs> I think that's a really good point isn't it yeah. yeah I think that's a really good point I tend to look at 90-day planning a little bit more like um, being on a journey yeah so I kind of plan out where I need I'd like to be mm-hmm. uh, within the next three months yeah and what and, and throughout that 90-day existence I suppose if things come into my head that I think oh I really want to do that I have a could do list which is next to my 90-day plan yeah so anything that pops into my head goes on there so when I come back to my 90-day plan the following one I can look down that list and decide what is important on that list to go on to my 90-day plan but the way I break mine down is once I've decided on my sort of three stroke four things depending on what it is I want to do I break that down into what I'm going to do each month yeah and then I have a planner that helps me decide I go back to my 90 day plan every week and pick something off it and make that my one thing for the week yeah and I try to you know I'm a mum too you never know what's going to hit you (laughs) so sometimes you don't do it but I try to guard that with my life that one thing for the week so that I know that I'm finishing the week a step closer to where I need yeah. to be. And I think that's what I found most useful about 90-day planning is even if I couldn't visualize beyond the next few months and I didn't know where my business was going or what it was going to do next, I had this kind of beacon, I suppose, that was just guiding me forward each week, each month. Yeah. So that by the time you got to the end of that 90-day plan, you could at least sit there and go, my business moved forward in the last exactly. few months. And it's about those tiny little steps because, you know, people see you know that you've made such huge progress but actually that wasn't just a one-step process you had to actually do lots of little things in order to achieve that end goal like I said earlier you know about recruitment recruiting a new member of staff into your team especially if you've never done it before there's a massive process that goes into that you know and it's it's 
you only kind of see the headline as an outsider looking into that business and go, oh, such and such has got an employee now. And, you know, they've obviously grown and they've obviously, you know, moved forward in their business to be able to do that. Mm. But what you don't always see is the work that's gone into yeah, finding yeah. that person, you know. <laughs> Swans gliding, <laughs> exactly. the legs are going underneath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think, you know, another point you mentioned earlier was that kind of accountability thing. Yeah. I think it's nice to have some accountability. And I, I am part of a group. Um, they, I don't do my nine day plan with that group yeah but I am part of a group who um we kind of share our one thing for the week a lot yeah. and things like that and then we do our you know did we succeed on a Friday thing yeah and um, it's nice to have that around but I think it's really important to understand that each business is on its own journey yeah and yeah. you can sometimes be too ambitious with these things definitely and I think you know you go to some of these planning sessions you can sometimes come away with some with goals that feel that are too ambitious yeah and instead of getting to the end of it and feeling yay I, I, I did this you think oh I didn't get there yeah and so I think what what do you what do you think is the happy medium there and because sometimes if we sit on our own and create a nice day plan are we being ambitious enough mm. or if we if we work with someone are we being too ambitious what do you think the fine line is with that again it, it's person specific so you know what's ambitious to me might not be ambitious to you and vice versa you know and everybody's um everybody's plans and, and again it depends on what time you've got available to dedicate to working on your business to making these changes to making these small steps for improvement um i think it's again it, it's all client specific so it's all business specific but again personal circumstances and a lot of people are so consumed by their business um but what they forget is actually they've got to dedicate some time to do personal things as well you know whether that's something simple as you know clearing out that drawer that you've been looking at for months thinking I must go through that or you know there's things that you need to do person and I think that's where a lot of people forget um and I, I don't really like using this term but it's quite a common term used that you know your business is a vehicle to get you to where you want to go and a lot of people become so consumed in their business that their business becomes their life whereas actually they went into business to do something that they wanted to do because they either enjoyed it or they're very passionate about it or they feel that there's a better way to deliver something um but along the way they get a bit lost uh, and they get a bit consumed by it and so I always find 90 day planning is a really good way to sort of take a step back so I do 90 day plans every quarter for all of my businesses um, but I use it as an opportunity to just stop and do an assessment of the business because what my business needs today is different from what it needed three months ago and what it's going to need in three months time is probably different to what it needs today because things are changing all the time uh, you know and you need to adapt to things that are going on you know not only in your own market marketplace but in the world you know things are changing all the time um if you'd have told me six months ago that we were going to have three strike days and you know <laughs> chicken pot <pops> and, <laughs> uh, and everything else and, and all of these um bank holidays in may i probably would have thought you were having me on but yeah. you know things change and things like that, and it's about being flexible um so i always do 90 day planning in a really sort of simple way is I take a, a step back to sort of assess where my business is at um, and understand well what exactly is my position right now what do I need to do really quickly what do I need to do you know over the next three months or what can I see coming in in, in you know in the next three months or so um, and what do I need to to do in order to actually make that happen so recruitment for example you know we did a re big restructure in one of our companies last year and you know that took quite a lot of time to get that right you know there was a whole 
process about understanding well who's doing what in their current role what do we need to do you know to build the team to enhance yeah. the, the the team you know do we need to do disc profiling do we need to sort of do the, an assessment on each individual and sometimes you know people were a bit overwhelmed we had a lot going on with covid so you know all of these things were factors in me assessing the position to then decide well how do we move forward from that and what does that process look like um so again it's it's quite confusing because sometimes you don't always know what the process is and I think that's what stops people sometimes with 90-day plans because they have the best intentions of setting out with a 90-day plan and they know what they want to do and they know what they want to achieve from it but they're not always sure how to get there and I think that's why sometimes it people feel like they've failed because they've not achieved it and sometimes it's because they don't actually understand the process that they needed to follow to get to achieve that goal in the first place and that's where I usually end up helping with a lot of my clients because they know where they want to go they're just not really sure how to get there and it's okay you know you don't always know what you don't know no and and as a small business you know we we're learning all the time you know we're we're in this constant state of osmosis really absorbing all these things that we we should have known or we should you know we would like to have known yeah. <laughs> um but that's an ideal world at the end of the day and and you know we've got to keep adapting yeah uh, that that's the you know the the most important part about business is being able to adapt because things change around us all the time don't they yeah um so for people who've written a 90-day plan and they stick it in the drawer and mm-hmm. do nothing with it yeah how often would you say is the best scenario for picking it up I mean like I say I look at mine weekly yeah um so that I'm constantly picking things off it to add to my weekly load but you know for other people that might not that might be too often what yeah. would be a good happy medium um again depends on the depends on what they're trying to achieve you know sometimes you you know you might do a task but then you have got to wait for somebody else to come back to you with an answer which then might yeah, might point. impact impact you for a couple of weeks so whilst you have the best of intention to do one thing a week you might have to wait two or three weeks for that other person to come back to you um so again there is no perfect scenario it's about doing what's right for you in your business at, at that time but I always say you know if you feel like you've gone off track go back to the you know the original well why am I doing this what is my purpose you know what what's the position what do, what else do I need to do and look at look at it that way and if you get stuck ask somebody you know there's lots of people out there you know especially if you're struggling with a particular challenge that you thought you might be able to solve by doing some 90-day planning and maybe you sort of have got an idea of what it looks like when you get to the light at the end of the tunnel for one yeah. of phrase. Um, but sometimes you know getting to that light at the end of the tunnel isn't as straightforward a process as maybe no. you thought you know maybe you went in with a, a bit of an unrealistic expectation and that happens as well and that sometimes sends people off track because they think they know what that needs to be done and then they find out actually no I've got to do a little bit more here and then that can put you back a couple of weeks but I always say to people to remember to celebrate the small things because every little step that you take is a step closer as you mentioned earlier and people I think sometimes you know just want to celebrate when they get to the end of the big goal and they've achieved that goal but what they tend to do is not celebrate it and then think all oh, right what's next <laughs> and it's yeah we're, we're really bad at that in business aren't Definitely. we we never celebrate very well yeah. do we we just literally tick a box and move on to the next thing yeah. and, and actually we need to take that time to celebrate no matter how small the wins are yeah. because they are all a step towards more success aren't they exactly how, I've got loads of questions to ask <laughs> off, off this conversation. It's really interesting. So, Nikki, obviously, you do this by yourself, and I find that quite interesting because I'm trying to figure out the, the importance of accountability uh-huh. in, in this in this whole thing. So, what I've taken from from the discussion so far is that ninety day planning is 
a theory rather than necessarily a process. Mm -hmm. But you can make it a process, but it's quite individual as to how that works. Yeah. So 90-day planning, you can kind of do however you want to to do it. There is an element of process to it, but again, it depends on what your goal is. Okay. So, so there's always a there, there's always a process behind it because the whole idea is that it's an action plan. So every single day you'll do, uh, or every single week you might take one step closer to that, and that's an action that needs to be taken in order to achieve that goal. So there is an element of process to it, but what that actual goal is depends on where you are with your business. So that's I suppose the element that's a bit of the unknown because yeah. what is a goal for me is probably not a goal for you. And and, and I suppose it depends on what the goal is. If it's a very strategic goal, yeah. Or whether it's a very practical goal. So, yeah. for instance, on my last 90-day plan, mine was to completely redo the homepage and add content to my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an important thing I needed to do. It's something that hadn't been done for a few years, you know, since it was launched. And I broke that down into a 90 day, in, into a, over a 90-day period. So it didn't feel too... I knew that I wasn't going to be able to write my website all the time, um, but I knew where I needed to be with it. And, yeah. and, and that was a bit like what you were saying. It had it relied on different people doing things as well yeah. so there were you know I could get so far and then I'd have to wait for someone to do something so then it was up to me to keep that back on track so the 90 day plan element is is good for that because it means you can go back and say oh I was supposed to have had that done by this day yeah right I need to go and chase that now um or you know but it just allows you to create that that process through to the end okay. and you may not achieve it right at the end but at least you know you've done You're most closer. of it <laughs> yeah Well, this is um, uh, another thing that I wanted to probe a little bit. So you talk about um, celebrating the wins no matter how small they are. Yeah. How much should you beat yourself up for the things that you don't achieve? Never. Never. This is just a downward spiral because you constantly be, you'll, you, if you start that, you're always going to beat yourself up. Oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do this. I didn't do the other. And that's how you end up in, you know, you end up in a social media spiral as I'll say. You'll go on, <laughs> online and you'll see what other people are doing. You think, no, oh, no, yeah. I should have done this. I should have right. done that. And you look do. at what they're doing and how quick they're growing. And, you know, you, you, you just end up spiraling out of control. So I just say, you know, don't beat yourself up about it and always look for, you know, there might, there might be a genuine reason why you've not achieved that goal. And it could be something that's com- completely out of nowhere that's blown you out of the water that you weren't expecting. And, you know, sometimes we do have these curveballs every now and again that just, you know, nobody plans for. COVID being a perfect yeah, example yeah. of that. You know, nobody had COVID written into their business plan, 90-day plan, whatever. No. Um, <laughs> but, it, but it happened and we had to adapt. And, and so as a consequence of that, certain things just did not happen because that's just the way it is and you know I think as well people forget sometimes that if you're too harsh on yourself the negative impact that can have is that that then you're negative about everything and you sort of lose sight of the things that you have done because whilst you may not have achieved one thing there might be 13 other things that you have actually done and don't knock yourself down for that one thing because you know there probably will still be plenty of time to get it done and I think with 90 day planning is the beauty of it is is that you can see that you didn't achieve it and you have the opportunity to do something about it I always say you know people if you don't plan anything you don't actually know what you're trying to get to yeah you don't know when you got there at all so you know yes you will have got to the end of that 90 days and you know you didn't arrive at the destination but you will have be able to see some of the steps that you did make towards Mm. it or you know or didn't make and then you can decide whether that was actually something you actually intended to do and was important but also you know yeah or whether you actually just need to put it on your next 90 day plan it could just be that the goalposts have moved and you know it might take an extra two or three weeks to actually get it completed because you know 
recruitment, for example, you know, I'll keep going back to that as an example because it's a it's a variable. You never know if you're going to get ten applicants to a job or fifty applicants to a job, and you know the whole process behind that takes time. And yeah. you know, unless you use a recruitment consultant, but you know, there's a whole element behind it that there are things that happen that are completely beyond your control, and sometimes that will have an impact, and it's okay. And obviously, to beat yourself up on that, you'll be forever. You know, a really great thing I always quite often say to people, you know, about these sorts of things is if you haven't read it simon sinek wrote a brilliant yeah. book about the the infinite mind the infinite game um it's based on that whole growth mindset kind of thing yeah but this whole idea that you know some days you're ahead some days you're behind you never really know who you're in competition with because you're just in the game and the game goes on forever so there's no like finite moment in the process where you either did or didn't win you were just some days you're ahead some days you're behind and I think <laughs> yeah. if you have that mentality it doesn't ever really feel like you're properly failing you just no. weren't on top this day or this month or whatever and you have the opportunity to be you know on top next month or whatever yeah I think it just takes away that did and didn't do something yeah. it's a very fixed mindset that it isn't is, it yeah it's very black and white and sometimes there is some gray area that you just can't foresee how far in advance do you do it so i generally will do mine uh, every quarter so it sort of runs in line with the financial quarters and it runs in line with the vat quarters um i usually do it sort of two to three weeks before that quarter ends um and then i will then because i do mine individually so i'll do mine on my own and then i'll deliver it to the team and say right this is where we're going in the next three months these are the things we want to work on and these are the reasons behind it um obviously i've got a a big team to communicate that through and there's a a process to sort of take them down but again you do it when it feels right for you but I generally like to have the next one in place before the 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 current one ends um and also that helps you to sort of mitigate so for example if there is something that maybe you've not achieved because you know you've been waiting on some responses from other people you can then factor that into that's going to push you next 90 days behind by two or three weeks purely because you're just waiting for people to feedback and you know it's just that's the that's the way life is (laughs) and how important is a wider vision as part of it because 90 days is a relatively short period yeah and we kind of touched on this a couple of times when we talk about you know how how do you know whether you're succeeding if you don't know what it is that you're trying to uh, yeah. achieve but there's always that kind of bigger picture at yep. play um how important is that huge I always say, you know, you you should have, you know, a 12-month goal and, a, you know, maybe a three-year goal. And, and it's always important to have that in your sort of in your vision for the future of, you know, where you want to be, whether that's living in your dream house or whether that's buying a new car or, you know what I mean? Because obviously they're your personal goals. But also, you know, for example, if you're looking to buy a house in the next three years, there are certain financial uh, achievements that you'll need to make in order to be able to afford that mortgage from a, a, an affordable point of view um especially with things at the minute with interest rates changing as they are affordability is different yeah, now well, to what it was moving all the time yeah um but i think you know looking at that you don't just suddenly decide tomorrow i'm going to go and buy a new house and, and actually you're going to have all the answers you might need to work up towards achieving that set turnover and that set profit in order to actually be able to achieve that mortgage and that's something i see quite a lot with clients you know they want to buy a house but they don't actually know what their affordability criteria is going to be so we have to start now to actually start moving things in the right direction from a growth and a profitability point of view to be able to achieve that goal in three years so it forms part of our 90-day plan 
but it's also our sort of two or three or, or four year plan depending on you know what they're working towards and I think that's another thing that people forget is the two are linked they're not separate you know entities um, and when you're doing a 90 day plan you, you're also dealing with well what do I have to fix in my business right now what do I need to work on right now but also what do I need to do over this next sort of 30 90 180 days to achieve my goal in three years time and the two are are linked so that's kind of when I do a 90 day plan I look at the business as a whole so I will do a strategic assessment on the entire business and think well actually where am I trying to go and what do I need to do right now that's going to have the impact to make a, a, a more positive impact on the business moving forward to help me to get closer to my one two three year goal okay do you want to set us some homework then so for anyone that's perhaps not done this exercise yeah. before or had a go at it or maybe does it but isn't quite sure whether they're doing it right or not yeah what's what's the starting point what's so, what's what's the what's the yeah i mean effectively the the homework that we're going to set people. okay so i do this in a, in a three-step process okay so i assess my purpose so i'll revisit my purpose and say right okay what am i doing this for what am i trying to achieve in my personal life you know am i buying a house am i sending the kids to private school whatever it is that I'm aiming for and just make sure that you're really clear on your purpose because what your purpose is today might be different to what it was six months ago because your circumstances may have changed so it's really important to just stop and think about well what do you want from the business what are you trying to achieve then I generally will look at the position of the business so where are you right now what have you got what haven't you got there's a number of different ways you can do that um for for people that are doing it on their own I highly recommend doing a simple thing like a SWOT analysis uh, which is for those of you that don't know uh, SWOT analysis is doing strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats Um, and basically do a SWOT analysis for your business also do one on yourself because sometimes there's some patterns in what necessarily you might not be very good at and that might be reflected in your business so you may need to look at ways that you can perhaps outsource some of those tasks maybe the fact that you know you might be trying to wear all the hats on your own that could be another one of you it's a common challenge that I see quite often so once you've assessed that position and and understood um, exactly you know what are your opportunities what are your threats what do you need to work on maybe some of your weak points um, and, and what do you need to to work on really quickly sometimes there's things you can do relatively quickly that forms part of your 90-day plan and then what's going to take longer so for example you know maybe if you wanted to do some more marketing in your business and you've been trying to do it yourself but you haven't been successful for whatever reason you might need to bring some professionals in that know what they're doing and in order to outsource that that's a financial goal that you need to be able to work towards so again these are more longer term projects that you might fit into your next 90 days rather than this 90 days because right now you may need to maybe get the revenue to be able to afford to pay for that so that's kind of how I deliver it you know we'll do the purpose we'll do the position and then after that we look at the process of of who's going to do what in what order um you know what are the quick wins what are the things we can do right now and what are the things we're going to need to do in a longer term plan when we've got a bit more time or a bit more revenue to be able to sustain that does that make sense it does Um, make sense what would you what would you say (laughs) how how should they write it down is just a simple word document okay or something like that yeah it just keep it as simple as possible it doesn't need to be fancy chances are nobody's ever going to see it other than you anyway um again doesn't, doesn't need to be the a2 no it doesn't 
and <laughs> it don't need all the fancy markers and the post-it notes and all the rest of it I mean don't get me wrong they are good and they do work for some people but it isn't you know it is very much a one-size-fits-all and, and I do find a lot of people are more beneficial if they have a one-to-one um, process while they're doing it um, and again just you know sit down make a list start with your pur- uh, with your purpose why am I doing what I'm doing what do I want from this business what am I trying to achieve what are my goals and then what do I need to do in my business to make it work better uh, and achieve those goals and basically then the process of who's going to do what when's it going to happen and and just set it out in a realistic time frame but again don't you know don't cripple yourself if you you know if you don't achieve things by a certain time that's okay there will be a reason for that maybe the first time you do it you might set some unrealistic goals because it does happen it is a learning process it is it is you do learn as time goes on and if you're doing this completely on your own you know the chances are you might not get it right the first time because there might be things that you've not factored into the actual process um but actually you know moving forward if you you know when you're ready ask for help there's lots of people out there that can help and support you with things like this and you know if you've tried 90 day planning two or three times and it hasn't worked because you've not found the right way for you that's okay you've just got to find a different way to 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 do planning in your business that works better for you i personally love 90 day plans i love the actions on it i love how simple it is but again it isn't for everybody but it is a valuable asset if you can make it work right for you and how many goals roughly do you think is worth doing i usually have three goals business goals but then I always have a personal goal as well because yeah. I think it's important to make sure you're doing things for yourself because again we often get lost in our businesses and it becomes it comes very consuming um but yeah I would say two or three goals as a maximum um and they would usually be in different areas of your business so you might have a marketing goal you might have a financial goal uh, you might have a HR goal for example if you're looking to build a team um, and again there's loads of other factors that can go into that but don't make it too complicated and don't put too much on your plate all in one go. No, and I think sometimes if, you, if you're doing it for the first time, you know, maybe just start off with just something that feels achievable. Yeah. So you can actually just actually try the process out for some. Yeah, I and uh, you know, usually I get people to start with um, understanding their numbers a little bit better because that's usually one of the most important things that people are struggling with or they don't have necessarily the clarity on it that they need. And that can be as simple as, you know, printing off three months worth of bank statements and seeing, well, actually how much am I spending and where's it going and is there certain things that I can be cutting down on in there because, you know, we all need to be more vigilant with what we're spending. It's very easy to sign up to subscriptions and end up with hundreds and hundreds of pounds going out every month Um, but little (laughs) things like that are things that you can do to improve your business you know it doesn't need to be revolutionary you know it doesn't need to be massively inventive it can just be something as simple as I'm going to help I'm going to sit down and I'm going to see if I can understand the numbers in my business just a little bit better that could be one of your goals for 90 days Mm -hmm. and everything you learn along that along that process will educate you more about how to run your business better and as a consequence you might find you save yourself some money (laughs) well that'd be nice exactly (laughs) thank you that's been really practical and i hope that uh you know the the people listening to this are going to be able to uh, if they've not tried nine day planning or even if they've tried it before and not been successful with it they might have another stab at it and uh, hopefully be more successful in their business so thank you really i've really enjoyed that it's been really useful thank you i'm I'm smirking because i'm very good at setting the personal goals and achieving (laughs) them 
<laughs> I need more of the business one so I can pay for the personal. Well, there you go. So that could be your 90-day uh, goal for the next... I think even yeah, yeah, if you yeah. just Sell set a financial more. goal in your business, at least that's moving in the direction that's going to help you with the personal goals then, isn't it? So yeah. it's something to work towards anyway. Absolutely. And um, finally, Hayley, anyone that's listening that maybe wants to seek out your help or find out any more about you um, and how you do things, what's the best way for people to track you down? Uh, yeah, you, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's usually how a lot of people find me. Um, my surname is spelled a little bit trickily. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can add all the links onto the uh, onto We'll, we'll the pop it in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, either that or just uh, contact me through my website, which is iekos.co.uk. And Hayley also has a book, do you not? I do have a book and it's all about 90 day planning. So if you're looking for a way to um, do that sort of gap analysis on your business, there's lots of tools and techniques that I've used in my own business actually within that book. So uh, so yeah, thanks for well, that. We should <laughs> include that link uh, with everything else as well. So thank you. Lovely. Thanks, Hayley. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for your attendance today. I hope you've learned something new. Every day is a business school day after all. If you'd like to contact us or perhaps put yourself forward as a future guest, find either Nikki or myself on LinkedIn, or you can drop us a line using the links in the show notes. Right, school is out. Please wait for the bell before you leave.